All right. Welcome to the Reality Friends Podcast. Two friends who have still never met in reality despite knowing each other for seven years, dating back to an online survivor game that we totally, totally kicked ass at for sure. <laughs> Talking about reality TV shows. Joseph, so good to talk to you again, dude. <laughs> I was wondering how you're going to start the show. And uh, also, uh, anyone who actually played that Survivor ORG with us knows that we got our asses handed to us pre-merge. But nice try, Eric. Um, I'm glad to be back with you uh, this week. This was another stellar episode of the Challenge All-Stars. Eric, should we start calling this the Challenge proper? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, nice. Nice, dude. Nice. Wait, wait to steal my, steal my <laughs> comment that I just said five seconds before we started recording, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I do think that. I'm like this so much more than the challenge, uh, Joseph. Thanks for asking. Uh, it's, it's like it feels like the challenge, whereas the new one feels like uh, just, just some other new show with, with Fessy infiltrating every episode. And this is like, ah, oh, so fun. We get all these personalities just having a ball and doing physical stuff. It's so fun. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Much like Johnny Bananas tried to steal, or steal the money from Stara, I tried to steal the joke from Eric. That did not work out, though. Oh, nice reference. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. look, this challenge, the, the finale was pretty good. We'll we maybe talk about that at the end of this episode. Not, don't want to shit on it too much. But the challenge All-Stars is where it's at, in my opinion. This is still going on strong four episodes in. And I'm excited to start breaking everything down from this episode. Let's do it. All right, let's get into it. So in the intro, the intro to this episode, we got a couple of relationship building moments. And this is something that you've been talking about, which is pretty interesting. Um, Nehemiah and Jemmy get another segment. They're like the, the, the budding power couple of the season. It's been like the Nehemiah and Jemmy show all the time. Nehemiah wants to open centers to teach underprivileged communities financial freedom. That's cool as shit. We love you, Nehemiah. What a great guy. And uh, don't judge Jemmy. She doesn't <laughs> yeah. want to be judged there. She doesn't want to be judged. Similarly uh, altruistic uh, confessional by Jemmy. She's going to hook up with whoever and doesn't want to be judged. So really two sides <laughs> of the same coin, these two. Yeah. Um, uh, and he, yeah, Cyrus and Beth, uh, we get another thing with them. They have a strong connection as well. Uh, what is this based on, by the way? Help me out. I don't know. This is this is kind of strange and because uh, they were on the same real world season together. I believe theirs were like three seasons apart from each other. I, I don't remember them having a relationship like on the challenge either. Uh, but I will say it's nice to see Beth finally in a house where like not everybody hates her. <laughs> Dude. So I've been trying to get better at the challenge. So I've been actually rewatching or watching for the first time, going back and watching Gauntlet 2. And it's like, yeah, same old story. Everyone hates Beth. Same as in uh, the, the duel or fresh, the duel, right? Which is the other one I saw. Why yeah. is this the case? Why, she doesn't seem bad to me. She seems like a really interesting character. Why does everyone always hate her? I think that Beth is the ultimate, like, I'm going to stir a bunch of shit. And then when you guys try to call me out on it, I'm going to be like, oh, it wasn't me. Like, what do you mean? I wasn't trying to do that. She's a, she's a potster. Like, and she's, she's pretty subtle about it. And we haven't seen it come out this season, but Beth knows what she's doing. Okay. Do we see it this episode? Yeah. Are you seeing flashes of that Beth this season so far? 
No, uh, which is kind of refreshing. We're kind of seeing a new side to Beth, I, I feel like. A, a more sentimental Beth, if you will. She was, like, down on herself this episode. She was she was feeling out confident. Uh, fortunately, none of that was really put to the test because she didn't actually have to go into the elimination. But Yeah, no, she was really happy when she won, too. Maybe, maybe there's something going on there. She's been less of her old self, and she's been doing a lot better with the social game, where... She did get the whole cast of people to put in the person that she wanted, as we'll see later in the episode. So that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good she point. she might have improved as a player since the last seasons that she was on, where she was always a target. Yeah, unfortunately, there's no one like from this season too who has like past beef with her that I that know of, at least. Yeah. Um, the last thing I think before, oh no, the second to last thing before the the challenge is uh, we get an Arissa segment. Obviously, in retrospect, <laughs> teeing up what is going to be the two people in the elimination. Uh, this is a pretty basic one, and this one made me think. Okay, like not to get too into the weeds with the editing, but like this served almost no point whatsoever. Talking about how Arissa is a cannabis chef. Uh, what was the point? It does, of this? Expl- it, does it does explain a little bit, right? Like why uh, <laughs> she maybe she's a little uh, more lackadaisical than uh, some of the other contestants. Uh, for now for now for now yeah for now for now i did like how they transitioned with the sage and the smoke like transitioned into the next scene uh thought the editing was uh pretty good there uh we have to keep our editing hats off as much as we can because uh eric yeah go ahead you and me like to call ourselves experts i don't know how we did not predict this the uh orissa quit (laughs) i really do not know how we did not see this coming earlier oh my god dude i know well i think we did touch on it i think last episode at least we were both like yeah how do we not draft orissa in our quitter rankings (laughs) our quitter rankings suck they're terrible why (laughs) why do we not pick orissa i don't know i didn't know we're going into this but like i mean it, it makes sense that she would quit uh, before going into an elimination against against anybody here in retrospect. Right. Yeah. We should have seen it coming. Uh, we then see Katie talk to Derek and yeah. she she lets him know the most epic secret of all time, bro, that she is actually better than she comes across, I guess. Yeah, she has been uh, on a Peloton like twice a week. And Derek's mind is blown. <laughs> He's shocked, totally shocked by this. <laughs> Derek is. Yeah, no, this is a, they're like, okay, we got three people who are going to be the focal points, Katie, Arissa, and Beth. Uh, let's just, let's just show them talking in the beginning of the episode. And that way <laughs> it will come full circle. Wow. Amazing. We're yeah. such good editors. Yeah. I don't know what the point of any of this was. Um, <laughs> so let me get this straight. Uh, Katie's plan is to get taken to the final because people think that when she gets to the final, she'll be out of shape and she'll quickly be on the ropes. Uh, moving on, uh, so we get to the, we get to the challenge, <laughs> and uh, they have to get on the series of yeah, it's ropes. Called, it's called on the ropes, by the way. The is the, is challenge. the challenge called on the ropes? It's called oh on the gosh. ropes. Yeah, that's what I was going for there. Yeah, you're you're good at uh, remembering the challenge uh, names, uh, and everyone I, has I write to- them down. <laughs> yeah yeah nice uh everyone has to pick the captains and we kind of see some interesting uh jockeying for position here arissa seemingly just kind of throws john a under the bus and is like oh well you have to be team captain john a and you have to be confident about it too all right you can't think we're gonna lose she just puts it all on her right away and john a just kind of accepts i was going to ask you about this i actually uh i don't know this for sure but i believe 
uh arissa and katie were the other two people there and they've already been captains and that's kind of why she got pushed into doing it which seems pretty fair to me this is why people volunteer earlier on so that they have this kind of unwritten rule that if you haven't done it then it's your turn to do the captainship right but i think i think arissa specifically too was i could be wrong about this but i believe she was captain on a guy's day so it is interesting. It's like, uh, okay, yeah, I guess you're kind of captain. Oh, <laughs> like, that doesn't like, count. Yeah, yeah, it shouldn't count, right? Like, oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't realize yeah. that. That doesn't count at all. I kind of just figured she was captain on like the one of the ones with five teams, so she she didn't really come up much. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, and then uh, Big Easy and Alton decide to strategically solve their problems through a game of Rochambeau. Um, just yeah, I kind of like... Wait, I couldn't tell. Were they trying to be captains or were they trying to not be captains? Because it looked like one of them won rock, paper, scissors, and then the other one became the captain. Was it seems, that like, right? uh, seems like uh, winners should be like whoever gets to pick, right? You just get the choice at that point. And maybe that's what maybe they didn't want to do it. I mean, it's obviously a, it's a it's a girl's day for eliminations, right? So I kind of thought yeah. that the guy might. But maybe he didn't want to decide. Maybe he didn't want to have the power of the lifesaver like Mark so desperately craved in this episode. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. that could be it. That could be it. Uh, Giselle makes a comment about uh, they're like, oh, well, the one of the captains has to be Kendall or Kellyanne. And Kendall's like, why? And Giselle's like, because I don't trust you as far as I can throw you. Eric, was this like spliced in there by the editors? Like this seemed like a weird response from Gisela. Very possible. Yes, we're going to be on the lookout for shady things like that by the editors. As to video editors, uh, we, we know this is just how it goes sometimes. And I don't think we saw her actually say that. Uh, That's Yeah, like when people, I watched the right? clip, when I watched the clip back, yeah, it did not come out of her mouth. Yeah, and this is also a weird comment because Isela says she's already proven in two challenges that she'll give up, speaking about Kendall. Isn't that backwards? Isn't Gisela the one who quits like all the time in challenges past <laughs> and this season? Whereas Kendall's been like a badass in challenges. Like she, she is so backwards on this. What is yeah. she smoking? Uh, Eric has been uh, texting me through his rewatch of uh, Gisela's last season. And he said he keeps talking about how many times she has quit just like that very season. <laughs> yeah, she in, has. in various challenges. She's quit on like three challenges in one season. And there are like five episodes on the show before she quits the actual <laughs> show. <It's> like, <laughs> okay, well, who are you to talk about quitting challenges? It is she. Kendall shouldn't trust you, not the other way around, but whatever. So, yeah. uh Okay, and then Beth is the other captain who volunteers over Jemmy. And I, th I think that pretty much covers everyone, right? You want to start talking yeah. about the challenge? Uh, yeah, sure. All right, let's do it. So on the ropes, uh, this is an interesting one. Uh, we get like five ropes, I believe, connecting the two platforms. And the teams have to race and get uh, enough people across so they can drop each one of the other team's ro ropes. But the thing is, that's interesting, is they can drop whatever rope they want. So they can drop the one that people are standing on. Which means that if you get out to an early lead in this challenge, you, you win. It's, you just win. It's over. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think yeah, about I, this format? I thought the format was weird because it didn't seem like you were penalized, at least from what they showed us, for having people jump off. And so, like, like you didn't have, like, a time penalty if, like, someone fell. So it's, So it seemed like the best strategy was for anybody who you thought just had no shot of climbing across or getting there at least on time to beat the other person, it might've been just better to have them jump off like immediately. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I was thinking also you want to send out your fastest people first, which it seemed like a couple of teams did, but then some of them did not at all. 
but I would go yeah. in, in straight up order, like fastest, second fastest, third fastest, you know, and, and try to just crush the other team before they can even get in the game. I loved seeing uh, people pull the ropes out from under everyone too. That was, that was great. I like that. No, we had a really good moment. The, the song was like holding on or something like that. By Wilson Phillips. There you go. Thanks, yeah. music guy. And uh, I think it's John A. who has this good, cool segment about how she's not going to give up or whatever they usually like to talk about. And then boom, yeah. cut the rope right as she was about to cross the finish line. That was fun. I, uh, Eric, I don't know if you know this, but I have a long history with John A. I've been watching her since I was 12 years old when she was on an Endurance, which uh, she won, which was an old reality show back in the day. So glad to see John A. back on the challenge and glad that they gave her some time on the episode. Yeah. Do you think her lower third should have uh, winner colon Endurance on it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's it's the coolest thing. It'd be a little <laughs> it was like fact. Survivor for it's like Survivor for kids. It was great. Yeah, I actually started watching that. So me and my roommates had a 32 TV show bracket where we would watch the pilot episode of all these different shows and then vote on the winner, the one we liked the best, and that would move on. Endurance did yeah. not make it out of the first round. Oh, <laughs> come, on. come on. Yeah, I, so all I know yeah. is one episode of that, but that was uh, a good sounds, fun sounds fact. Like, sounds like some bad taste in that room, uh, but it's okay. Hey, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? There's lots of great reality shows in there. Um, yeah. Another fun fact, while we're talking about lower thirds, uh, Latarian is smiling in his lower third. So yeah, <laughs> I I got a couple uh Latarian smiles. I was actually keeping track of it. Uh, I don't know if the first one's come up yet, but we'll we'll get there as we go. All right, all right, all right. Exciting yeah. news for the Latarian smile count. Um, yes. As far as the challenge itself goes, we get two matchups, and then it comes down to which team did it the fastest, and ultimately the team that knocked the other team out the fastest is going to be the gold team with Mark, Yes, Derek, Anissa, and Ruthie. And you can really see why that team won. That seems like a pretty stacked team, especially for a challenge like this, where Derek just like flew through that first round and dropped Nehemiah. Yeah, Derek beat Nehemiah too, which uh, Latarian was surprised about. I wasn't I wasn't surprised. And uh, was also not surprised that Derek had a uh, over-the-top reaction to him uh, dumping Nehemiah in the water. Booyah! <laughs> Yeah, you know what? That was cool. I think that was a cool reaction by Derek. I am going to shit on a confessional later in this episode. So right now I want to say that was a cool, <laughs> cool thing to say, Derek. I love that one. An actual good confessional. Uh, <laughs> Darrell calls uh, Big Easy <laughs> an overgrown leprechaun taking a shit. <laughs> what a way with words. <laughs> That was and great. Uh, the other interesting yeah. thing that happens during this this challenge is uh, Katie decides to drop rather than go for it. And that will have ramifications later on this episode, kind of, kind of like pretend ramifications where it seems like yeah. there are ramifications, but I don't know if there ever actually were ramifications. How come when Kendall does it, it's, it's like a, a big deal and then Katie does it and nobody cares? Well, I think because Katie put herself in for not for for the nominee, I think that's that's the difference, right? That's that's what she did differently. But we'll we'll talk about that when we get to it. But Katie yeah. ultimately drops, and I I don't think anyone can blame her, right? I would have a fear of falling into water too if I were her at this point. She suffered <laughs> yes. seventeen face injuries on the challenge in her <laughs> seasons here. It's crazy. Yeah. Um. So Mark uh, gets the power of the lifesaver, and he tells us. 
things are about to get weird. And man, was he fucking right. <laughs> yeah. How badly did Mark want to do something with this power? Uh, another thing, too, is like, is did did he christen himself the godfather like i want to i want to track like the origins of like this nickname like how long has have people been calling mark the godfather is this a self-appointed nickname like i I, what's going on here i don't know i don't know i uh i'm not an expert on these things i've I've always desperately wanted a nickname but never once have i gotten one besides uh smeldridge uh which is based (laughs) on my last name when i was in tennis camp as a young lad um i didn't really like that one so yeah I, I don't really know all this nickname stuff did you ever get a nickname uh people used to call me hosef hosef like i'm a hoe oh wow sick brag dude i yeah i mean uh <laughs> it has no basis in reality i think it just <laughs> rhymes with my name not um, brosef <laughs> not yeah no, well, oh, i got i got i got brosif too i was just trying to think of self-deprecating ones yeah yeah there you go i we need to get yeah. cyrus on the line uh we need nickname help cyrus please help us out <laughs> well uh, i i don't know if cyrus is the one you want to call but uh how about so, joseph to death how, what do you think <laughs> it needs some work um so we see katie uh or i'm sorry we see bat talking to jemmy and the gang about you know, who she should go in against. And she's like, oh, I think maybe Kendall's a good idea. And Jemmy's like, no, you're fucking stupid. Like, 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 didn't you see Jay Kendall just won an elimination and killed Trichelle? Like, you should go against Arissa. Yeah, I think this is an example of another reason why Beth hasn't done too well on these shows before. <laughs> She picks, like, two of the last people that I think she should be picking. <laughs> Did you not see Arissa over there? Maybe she missed her because she was standing behind a weeping willow or something. But Arissa's, like, still in this game. And you can also go up against her. That's who I would want to go up against if I were Beth. Yeah. And luckily, yeah. Jimmy correctly is there to uh, tell her what's actually a smart move. Is there any way Beth literally just forgot Arissa was there? Maybe. Maybe it's fine. I mean, yes. Arissa was spending a lot of time by herself. Maybe she maybe she wasn't top of mind. I don't know. Maybe they were good friends. We do know that Beth was good friends with Arissa and she liked her at the end of the episode. So Beth might have just been really not wanting to go up against a friend. That's which, fair. That's fair. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Surprising choices though, Katie and Kendall. Yeah. So we go we now we are in the elimination. And Katie pulls a tech, essentially. And uh, Derek does not say that this is a legendary move like it was for tech. Uh, also, he this was not a legendary move for Derek. Katie oh, sent herself but, in. But, you, you know, he absolutely said that in a confessional. They just didn't air it. That's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a fact. That's true. Um, and, and, and Eric, we get the Latarian smile. Latarian smiles and says that his respect for Katie has grown now that she's done this. Oh, you counted that? I thought that was like a like a quarter smile, like a like a little baby <laughs> facial movement. He moved I, his face and and the and the smile in the happy direction. I, uh, I feel like it counts. Yeah, okay. Like all right, counts. all right. We'll give it to him. John A says that Katie's being dumb. I'm liking what I'm seeing from John A. It seems like she's she's coming at the game from the right angle. Yeah, that was a game focused confessional from John A. Um, I think, though, she's actually a step behind. I think Katie knew that she wasn't really in danger going into this. I, I, have, I have a sneaking suspicion that Katie uh, maybe had a good feeling that Mark was going to use it on her. And it was a calculated risk for her to go in. But 
let's neither here nor there. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss that later. But uh, the end result is Katie goes in, puts herself in, like the fourth straight incredibly easy deliberation with absolutely no voting or intrigue whatsoever. Uh, this is the weak point, I think, of the Challenge All-Stars so far. I will say that. I will say there's some contestants who, you know, obviously we have one quit this episode, but some of them seem to really not be about the scrambling or the fighting for it. Maybe they feel like it's below them. I don't know. Yeah. I I think that's just a different makeup of players. You know, they're they're used to a different challenge and they're not here for it. And maybe that's why we're seeing these easy deliberations like this. But in any case, now this is the segment that I'm I'm excited for because we're going to talk about the party which is where Derek takes it upon himself to become the vessel to the Yodfather and follow him around all night with his what arms What the hell was Derek doing? <laughs> like he's holding Simba out in front of the, uh, the, the prairie. Dude, I don't know, but I actually thought it was really funny. I enjoyed it just because <laughs> of the commitment. He committed so hard to this bit. And it was like out of nowhere. I really respect that a lot. Derek, this was a good one. And Mark has like a crown with like Christmas lights tied around his neck. Like this, this, this was this a little much, Eric, or did you like this? I loved it. I yeah, like I just said, <laughs> I loved it. I, I think it was. I think it was funny. He's like, even from Mark. He's carrying that crown out in front of his head. Like it is now your turn to talk to the Godfather, and he keeps his head bowed every time. It's it was just the commitment again. I can't speak highly enough about this. Uh, I, if I were on a show, I would look for opportunities to do this too. Maybe it'd be really annoying to some people, but for me, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I didn't mind it too much. Uh, Mark's always Mark's always been kind of, uh, you know, it was nice to see him kind of step out of character, be a little silly. I feel like sometimes he was a little serious on seasons prior. So, yeah, he's like kind of a ham. Fun. He's kind of like a, a little cornball here. Just yeah, uh, yeah, with the necklace and everything. But yeah, what do you think? What do you think strategically about this this move to talk to every girl, assure that every girl is safe? if he uses this and try to build consent around using the lifesaver. This was great. This was maybe like, this was like Derek from big brother S kind of like he's making every girl feel like she's like a part of the plan essentially. Uh, and it seemed like this was all really a scheme to screw over Kendall too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we, we later find out that he did tell Kendall she was safe. He absolutely did not mean it and was going to put Kendall in with no, no remorse. And, yeah. That's a bold Pretty move. Pretty cutthroat. She, yeah, she could very easily come back, but it seems like she just has no power in this game, and I think that's why he felt safe making that move. So, yeah, I kind of yeah. did it, too. I, yeah, we also you, see a conversation. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, you, you leave like nine out of ten girls happy and one girl really pissed at you. Uh, not a bad trade. We see a conversation later when uh, Mark's talking with Arissa, and he says that he actually has not been vibing with Kendall either, and that he wants to have Arissa around. So it seems like this Kendall hate is not exclusive to uh, Yasella and Anissa. No, she's not the most popular contestant so far this season. And aside from giving half an hour long soliloquies too often, I don't really see why people hate her so much. Yeah. She's uh, we're, we're not really exactly seeing that, but she is being set up as the underdog for sure. Yeah. She just seems maybe a little spaced out, maybe a little out of her element. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Um, that. Beth gets a, a nice phone call from home for some reason. And then we go to the elimination. It's time Our son got arena. a 97% on her test, Eric, on his test. That's really good. And that's cool. That's awesome. As a former teacher, uh, good work on that test. 
I don't know why we had to see it, but we did. And congrats. (laughs) All right. Elimination. Uh, Before we get into this elimination, which looks really cool and we'll never see, Mark has a decision that he's going to uh, create a little intrigue with on whether or not he's going to use a lifesaver. And zero surprise, bada bing, bada boom, Mark uses a lifesaver on Katie, takes her off like she she probably expected. Uh, is Is this the right move here? Yeah, I think so. I, I, I don't think it's that bad. I think you're still early enough in. You want to know what the lifesaver does, right? Uh, information is power. Uh, so, yeah, I didn't think it was a bad move. I have a slight counterpoint. So everyone wants to know what the lifesaver does and, and thinks exactly that, that like this will help their game. But everyone finds out at the same time. So I don't really see how this specifically benefits anyone over anyone else. You know, it's in a game of incomplete information like this game sometimes is if everyone knows about the lifesaver how does that help you specifically if you're mark long i don't really get that if you're like a better strategic player than the rest of them then you're going to use that information more usefully than somebody who isn't that strategic that's true that's true i guess you could say that you could also say that if you are a good player you might be able to make a better educated guess at what the lifesaver does and or use like the kind of fear of the unknown <laughs> and they the would have been wrong <laughs> and they would have been wrong for sure i would have been wrong too probably uh I, actually i wasn't really sure going into it i don't really have any experience watching seasons with a lifesaver but it sounds like they usually feature the person who uses it getting to make that replacement nominee choice which did not happen this time no uh tj loves this moment <laughs> he he tells Darrell like Darrell you're up first and Darrell's like you motherfucker <laughs> yeah <laughs> please no Darrell that was really funny I thought Darrell did a really good job of deflecting this as much as possible this is a really yes. shitty spot to be in uh first yes. person to make the vote it's a yeah, shitty Darrell- spot to be in but it's also as we know sometimes a very powerful spot to be in as well because you're the first one to say someone's name if nobody else wants to call anyone else out they might just fall in line with whatever you say yeah, that's true. That's a good counterpoint. Um, you do kind of set the tone here because you can kind of force people into one of your options if you're the first person. Whereas if you go last, you you have very little power in dictating. So like this is a real weird format. We're not seeing secret ballot this season. Everything's out in the open. You kind of randomly picks one person to start off every time. And in this case, Darrell, first he uh, hems and haws for a few minutes. He asks for volunteers. Good idea. Not, not going to work, but good idea. <laughs> Um, despite- is, hey, has has that ever worked? <laughs> like, <laughs> like on any of these shows, it's almost like, does anyone want to volunteer? Has that ever worked? I don't, I don't think so. Only if Jordan's on your season. That's the only time I could see yeah. that working. Doesn't work yeah. this time. But then he he goes and asks Beth who she wants, and this is cool because we've seen this be used as a valid reason to put someone in, uh, dating back to the first episode when Lotarian wanted to go up against Ace. So is it kind of obvious what he's doing? Yes, but I think it doesn't really matter. I think this makes it a, a really easy decision for Darrell. I don't think anyone could be too upset about him picking Arissa here like Beth wanted. No, yeah, I, I think this is this is the move right here. Once again, Darrell being really smart, 
Um, we see a couple of votes here that really make no effing <laughs> sense whatsoever. Um, Anissa votes for Kendall, and then Kendall, as like retaliation, votes for Anissa, not thinking to herself, hey, maybe I should pile on Arissa here, because she's probably the person who's closest with me to going in. Uh, and, and then Arissa votes for Kellyanne! <laughs> I'm I'm lost, man. I was watching that. And I was like, "What? What are they doing? What are they doing?" So these votes come down to like two people, and these are just two throwaway votes by the two people who might go in. Who's crazy? <laughs> when it was like, I looked at the scoreboard, and it was like like five votes, Kendall, like three votes, uh, uh, Riss or vice it was versa getting close at one there. point. And then, and then one vote, uh, one vote Anissa, one vote Killian. And I was like, those two votes came from the two people who might go in. What are they doing? <laughs> this is a really bad move, I think. It's right? not like they, it's not like they voted before they saw how it was going down too. Like they saw how the votes were falling. I don't know why they like they, they were just caught off guard. Like I don't know. I, I don't know. It was like a very reactionary vote by Kendall. I thought very, very uh, like, oh, you said my name, I'll say your name. Oops, wait, yeah. I don't want to go in after all. Can I take that back? No, you can't. And, and, and also, the Yacella is mad at Kendall for voting for Anissa when Anissa just voted for her. And she's like, oh, don't come for Anissa. And then we see, and Eric, this was an actual smile. LT smiled. <laughs> you can see it. I saw his teeth. <laughs> I, you know, sometimes I feel like, when we get these confessionals, I feel like they just maybe get so many questions that they just can't even remember what they said five minutes ago, let alone a day ago. But yeah, this makes no sense at all to be upset with someone for voting someone who already said their name. I, I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm lost. I'm out. I'm checked out of this. Uh, Arissa's going in. That's all I know. Yeah. That's all I understand at this point in time is that Arissa's going in to the elimination. We're going to have a really fun one, right? Yes. Uh, I gotta say, this elimination looked weird, by the way. The one they were about to do. I didn't get any of it. Like, you had to throw the ball over the thing and then punch a wall. It just seemed like a lot. It looked like CrossFit to me. Uh, it looked like a kind of weird CrossFit exercise from the CrossFit championships or something like that, where you're like hurling this medicine ball over. Kind of cool, actually. I actually dug it. I thought it was interesting. You know- you know what it did not look like, though? It did not look like a boxing match, which uh, Arissa seemed confused by. <laughs> she could have boxed the paper mache doors. I I guess that was not a good enough substitute. I don't know why. Beth, Beth seemed to go out saying uh, nice things about Arissa. Uh, Arissa really wanted to, to knock some teeth out, it sounds like. She was out for blood. Uh, yeah. So we, so, so we get the epic music. They're about to go in. This is going to be awesome. Arissa versus Beth. A real clash of the titans here. Uh, And and then... Okay, so we have a trade-off here. No, we don't get an elimination that looks cool. But, like, come on. Beth was going to mop the floor with Arissa. I don't know if Arissa could have picked up that medicine ball. And instead we get a colossal blow up, which we're, we're going to talk about it. I think there's a lot behind the scenes that Arissa was dealing with that I'm empathetic for. Yes. But uh, this seemingly came out of nowhere. The first time I watched this, I was like, wow, that is, <laughs> that's one take. That's one way to say this. <laughs> I will, I will say there was like a confessional before this where she's like, where she's like, don't fuck with my money. When she said that in the confessional, that was like my first, like, Ooh, 
like 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 sense of like something bubbling underneath the surface and then yeah she just goes all out on them calls them all snakes tells them all they're all foul as fuck curses them out flicking them up eric this was awesome <laughs> I, I i i told you uh through text like no i'm not happy that arisa quit like she should have done the challenge but from a tv perspective this was much better than watching her just pathetically lose to beth which i think is probably what would have happened it was like someone found a grenade from world war one and it just exploded out of nowhere and you're like what where, where did that what uh, happened all this time I was just chilling there yeah and cannabis and in, in infused food and everything <laughs> and then and then yeah <sighs> explosion of, of rage um yeah i think arissa felt deeply deeply betrayed i think there's a couple things that i want to point out she thought that mark long orchestrated this to get her out from the beginning which we, we know is not the case he actually was not trying to get arissa out he was going to put in kendall uh she felt betrayed by alden i believe who's which her I, castmate which yeah. just confused me because she talked about this like in her exit interview about how like Alton, I guess, maybe had suggested to Beth, like, hey, Arissa would be a good person. But then we see in, like, the elimination that Alton doesn't vote for Arissa, says, hey, you're my little sister. Like, I've known you since, you know, however long. So, like, which one is it? Like, did he actually backstab her or was this, like, in her head again? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if Alton betrayed her there. It's one of those things that we didn't see. We're just hearing about it. So, who knows if she's really justified in that. Um, but all, all we do know, I think, at this point is that she's feeling really hurt. And she doesn't want to do this elimination against Beth at all. Like, she's so not into doing it. Because quitting for the reasons that she's listening should have nothing to do with whether or not she does the elimination. She can still do the elimination, right? She just didn't want to. Yeah, I think she knew the writing was on the wall and she didn't want to get, you know, embarrassed on top of already feeling embarrassed by getting voted in. Uh, and uh, yeah, she couldn't hack it. Uh, and uh, TJ gives um, Beth a new nickname, the Intimidator. Do we like this nickname, Eric? Uh, I'd like it more than Beth to death. Yes. <laughs> hey, I mean say what you will i think she did intimidate arissa out of this game i uh arissa said she didn't want to return to the house no matter what and that's why she quit but uh i mean come on you can still do the challenge and then if you're about to win you could you could walk away and give it to beth or whatever that would actually kind of prove a point she would look a lot better doing it she just quit it was still a quit plain and simple no excuses for me yep tj was not having it hope to see you never um uh derek gives actually what i thought was his best confessional of the season (laughs) oh my god (laughs) and i've got a feeling you disagree bars low (laughs) i thought this was so corny i hated it (laughs) i hated it so much i was like i was waiting for the punchline it just never came dude (laughs) and yet you've been copying it all podcast long so you must like it to a certain degree yeah, sure. Let's let's go with that. I want to I want to be uh, this armchair quarterback and confessionals. Like uh, surely I couldn't do it the way Derek does it or anything. But it's just uh, it's not my not my favorite. Yeah, he gets a C minus from me. <laughs> okay, no more, no more. Uh, <laughs> All right, I'm done after this episode. It's, I'm not bringing it back, but I don't know. Yeah, you still got the rest of this episode to watch out for. Yeah. So um, 
Yeah. Um, so we're gonna start. We're starting a new segment now, guys. We're calling it the leftovers, and it's where we talk about everything else aside from the main show. Talking about the exit interviews, the after show. So some of these things, you know, while they're not spoilers necessarily, they could give some things away for you know future stuff if you look into it closely enough. Um, so yeah, Any, yeah. A- anything from the after show, Eric, of interest. No, just if you, again, if you got this far before we get into leftovers, uh, if you been liking our podcast, just want to remind you to subscribe because that'd be really cool and we'd appreciate that. Um, thanks for listening. But uh, with that said, let's get into this extra stuff. Not a lot this episode. So we we watched the after show, the aftermath on Paramount Plus. Uh, read up some post game interviews. We've kind of been touching on this stuff a little bit already, but I don't think there's a lot more to talk about. What's the big takeaway from the after show for you? Uh, was that Arissa had this gluten thing uh, where she, I guess, couldn't eat food that had gluten in it and that some people were getting drunk and eating her food. And uh, poor Arissa, you know, that's maybe why, she, you know, she had a bad time over there. and Part of the reason why, why she quit as well. Yeah, I... I would be pissed too, dude. I would be, especially if you're like a grown adult and you're going back to like this college atmosphere with a bunch of dickhead roommates who get hammered and do do stuff to you and you know mess with your stuff. That would be a big adjustment, and uh, I get that, especially because from what it sounds like, she she like had problems eating. She couldn't eat because it took days to replace her food. So if she was out of her food, she couldn't eat without having allergic reactions, yeah. which sounds terrible. So she was having a really rough time and it's like, okay, these are all the things that make me a lot more apathetic to her situation. Still don't like to quit, but uh, you can see how she felt like super betrayed. She felt like everyone was being an asshole in the house. She couldn't eat. She's having these gluten allergy reactions. Sounds absolutely miserable. Yeah. And not to mention too, I, I don't know how much like all in betraying her and then Trishelle not being in the house too might've affected her. Yeah um who who knows she definitely had problems assimilating from the start a lot of people commenting on how she's just like off to the side not like really participating but, didn't seem like she's the same person she was 20 years ago who'd have thought but eric the craziest part about all this is i'm 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 thinking like arissa you know she hates the show and all this and then i read her exit interview and she says that she would come back <laughs> what yeah i think i think she had a change of heart I saw that too. Yeah, she was, she was, she, she did a little bit of a turnaround, I think. I think she talked to Mark Long and they kind of are, are able to see eye to eye um, at this point. I think she understands that she wasn't actually the target of this big blind side. She kind of just was in the wrong place at the wrong time and got called out by Beth and that was not a great spot to be in. So, I think she's she's come up a little bit on the rest of the cast and the experience. Yeah. And although Will's, um although Arissa did not get to box anybody um this episode, Eric, uh we could possibly <laughs> have a boxing match in the future. Eric, are you familiar with Jake Paul? Uh only from headlines, nothing yes, else. If none of you are familiar, I'll catch you up real quick. Jake Paul is this uh very douchey YouTuber who has gotten popular recently by uh, going into boxing rings with people who have no experience and really no business in the boxing ring. Uh, He's been training in boxing for like the past two years. Uh, He just beat this guy, Ben Askren. A lot of people were upset because the guy didn't know how to box. So Mark Long took it upon himself to send out a challenge on behalf of Darrell 
and uh, Darrell wants to fight Jake Paul in a pay-per-view match, MTV versus YouTube. Eric, how exciting would this be? Um, God, you're so talking to the wrong guy. <laughs> I can't think of anything less exciting than that to me. I mean, I mean the matchup... MTV versus YouTube. Okay, that's like that. I get how that could be a matchup. Okay, that, there's something to there. Yes. Uh, I'm just not the guy. I'm not the target audience at all. I've never been into boxing, so I really have no idea. Are you a boxing guy? Do Do you ever do these pay per view fights? I come from a boxing family. My dad's a boxing coach, Eric. Um, oh, what happened to you? Uh, well, he's uh, <laughs> moving on. Um, <laughs> getting hit in the face isn't fun eric um <laughs> <laughs> i uh i played tennis which is like the furthest thing from boxing possible so <laughs> i totally get what you're saying yeah um so uh <laughs> um i want this to happen i think Darrell would kill jake paul in a uh, boxing match and anything to promote the challenge and promote how much of a badass Darrell is i'm i'm down for it. i'm very excited for this even though there's no just, chance in hell it happens. Hey, don't underestimate Mark Long. He is a persistent dude. Yeah, that okay? is true. He's one for one on getting reality shows off the ground, yeah. at least as far as I know. Yeah. yeah um, I just hope Darrell shows up a little bit more than he did against Corey on the challenge oh, proper. That's, come on, Eric. That's all. On, Eric. <laughs> was, hey, that that just had a final. Though. Yes. Um, not something we usually talk about here, but since it's the end anyway. Yes. The challenge proper, or now the challenge alternate show, Obvi had the final. Obviously, any spoilers we're going to talk about for the the season. So that's a good good point. Yes, good point. Yes. yes. Uh, just get out of here. Don't even bother coming back. We're we're done after this. But <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I think that's enough time. Yeah. We see uh, CT win his fourth, Woo! along with Amber B, who he keeps as a partner. Dude, that was a that was a pretty solid finale. What do you think? I thought it was solid too. I I. You know, was upset that Leroy was not able to take it home, obviously. Um, but I think him ending his career with Nani as a partner was like weirdly poetic. It's so crazy how life works out like that sometimes. Um, and I and I think I was telling you before the show, it was nice retribution for Amber Borzotra, who got a really raw deal on her Big Brother season. It was good to see her win, despite the fact that she was barely on the season. Yeah, uh, can we talk about how underestimated she was going into that final when she's apparently by, by far the best runner? <laughs> no, not by you, by the by the other players. I mean, even CT who was thinking about ditching her as a partner. She was the perfect partner. I mean, you don't know what the final is going to look like or anything, but she's she's tall, she's got size, and and if you're worried about that, and she's by far the best runner, which is what cha challenge finals are all about. Pretty much, right? I was, su was great. I was super impressed by Amber throughout all this. Uh, did not knew, know that she ever had that in her, even from her Big Brother days. So, yeah, this was yeah, cool. Yeah, I didn't either. I didn't this either. was super cool. And uh, props to CT. Do you, does, this, does this make CT better than Bananas? Oh, God. Do we really? Do we, do we have to do this debate right now? I'm, I'm unqualified. I'm unqualified to have an opinion on this. I... I I feel like this uh, yeah. this win moved CT closer to bananas. I feel like they're almost like on that same like level now. I mean, they're both on Mount Rushmore. This, That's what I'm saying. This I'd was say. such an impressive win from CT. Like the beginning of the season, everybody's after him. 
the producers save him uh, by making it a girls' elimination. But then after that, Dude, CT so hard. CT ran ran didn't run the show, but he was able to kind of play under the radar in spots where he needed to, and like he shouldn't have made it this far, right? No, I think he got he got lucky if you want to call it that uh, a couple times throughout the season. There's that, and then there's also not getting picked, so that he was essentially immune. And Kyle wasn't for the penultimate elimination on the guy side. Um, there were a couple of moments like that that were a little uh, a little lucky, I would say. But yeah, I mean, no knocks though. He did what he needed to do in elimination to get to this point, and it's like, uh, yeah, hey guys, you still have to watch out for CT. Just want to remind you, yeah, Fessy. Uh, he's still really good in these finals. Fessy, you fucking idiot. <laughs> watch the show. Watch the show before you talk. Trash. Also, last thing. Uh, that this was a horrible look on Fessy, right? This like everything like that had to do with this final <laughs> was just a bad look on Fessy. Somehow you're the ultimate competitor the whole time. Casey is stuffing her face with uh, pig balls. I don't remember what it was, and, uh, and she's tr- probably pig doing balls. her absolute best. And I actually think after seeing the whole final play out, that maybe they could have gotten somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that, <laughs> but uh, I think I think it's possible that they knock someone out and get third, just because uh, it depends on how long the run was. Uh, but no, this was the best. Um, I want to give a huge shout out to the editors and the producers behind all the decisions because the music was so so fun. Karma Chameleon and the montage with Corey saying, "Play the clip of Fessy talking about how he was about to win." If only Casey didn't blow out her knee. And then he says exactly that. Like, like he knew he would. Oh my God. He just got clowned so and hard is, by the show. Me, and I love and it. Let me ask you something. Do you, CT still wins, right? Like if, if, if Casey and Fessy are still in this, I, I, I feel like CT still wins. Yeah. I mean, assuming that they still finish first in the eating challenge, um, they probably penalize Fessy and Casey at that point. I, I don't think anything changes at all. You, they were far and away ahead. I think the one interesting thing you could maybe say is maybe the CT switch Casey for Amber. No, because he just went into an elimination specifically to get rid of Amber and partner up with KC. No, I'm saying does CT. Oh, yeah. Let's just cut that whole last thing I said <laughs> out. Uh, that'd be that'd be great if you could do that. Yeah, um, that's that's possible. That's very possible. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. You have to ask CT to get the answer to that. I think uh, he didn't cut her for Cam. Cam seems pretty similar to KC. So I'd have to think that KC is better than Cam and uh, Amber in the finals. I, I think he sticks with Amber, actually. I'd be interested to know. I'd be interested to know. Yeah. Okay. Ask him next time you see him. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, I think I think we're out of stuff. I think that's it. That's a it's a good end of the season. Yes, but luckily we're just getting started with the All Stars episode yes. five coming up next week. We will be back for another podcast. Then the Reality Friends podcast. Thanks for listening to this whole thing, Joseph. Goodbye. I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. We're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. See ya. Bye. <laughs>